0: the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert.
1: Hey guys, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. Appreciate you being with us. Hope you and yours had a Fabulous, meaningful Easter holiday. We certainly did, and hope you guys did as well. This week's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I spoke at the leadership event in Las Vegas here a week or so ago, and we got a recording. I'm just going to share this with you. And the reason I'm doing this is, a lot of times people say, "Well, Dale, how do you talk to your team? Do you do? You, are you as?" Upfront and blunt with your team as you are on these podcasts, and it's like I don't feel like I'm being blunt. Uh, I, I I just I'm just sharing what I know to be true, what I've experienced, and I guess the real question will be answered because this is an event where I'm talking to my peers, I'm talking to to you know upline sideline people, leaders in this company. And I'm just sharing what I see and what I believe to be true, and you know the upside potential that we have if we do this the right way and Again, I was speaking to a specific company, obviously uh, 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 that you'll hear but but i I just believe what I believe, and I believe if we build people, people will build the business, and if we focus on the right things, you know again. Real leaders develop other leaders, and it just appears to me that in the last 20, 25 years, the industry has digressed to where we talk about whatever we want to talk about, and it's just kind of become a big social club where it seems like the main goal is just to keep people on auto ship one more month instead of helping them learn, grow, develop, progress sequentially, move forward, and every week, every month, progress. Progress, progress uh, with their income, with their team, with their skill set development, their mindset development. And that type of culture can be developed because that's what we're doing with with our team. So I just thought you might find this information beneficial. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, It's called The Greatest Team Building Opportunity in 40 Years. Subtitled, This Business Model Changes Lives, and it always will if you're with the right culture, the right company, right time in history where people have the real opportunity to advance their income and their personal growth every single month. And if you don't have the opportunity to do that, then it can become a real grind, a real grind. But it's so much fun when your people are growing and learning and getting better and making money. And uh, that's one of the main points I was trying to communicate to my group of peers in Las Vegas. Here it is. I hope you enjoy it, this is Dale Calvert. I'll talk to you next week. Dale,
2: so, Dale is an investor, entrepreneur, and forty-year network marketing team-building pro. He has been one of the top income earners in every company he has worked. And in one five-year period, developed over six—or excuse me—over 200 six-figure earners on his personal team. He started his network marketing career at, a, at a, as a 20-year-old. Frustrated kid, living in a tiny 600-square-foot home and driving a beat-up Chevy Chevette. Gotta love those cars. It took him five years of diligent part-time effort to replace his income and ten years to build his income to $92,000. But after he finally understood a concept he calls Build People and People Will Build the Business. Over the next five years, he earned over $10 million in commissions. Dale retired from building teens at age 39 to pursue other business interests. Over the past 25 years, he has operated network marketing support services, a training, consulting, and seminar company for career-minded network marketers. Dale has a weekly podcast at MLMsuccess.com and his training portal, MLMHealth.com, has been online supporting network marketers for 25 years. Dale is a founder of the Network Marketing and Leadership Development Academy where he personally coaches full-time leaders from different companies in seven countries around Sounds the world. Pretty. Please help me welcome Dale Calvert.
1: words cannot express how sincerely overwhelmed I am to be right here, this time, in this place, in the history of this company. And I'm absolutely convinced that the majority of you really don't understand what you're looking at, where we are. So I'm going to cover as much as I can, as quick as I can. Uh, And and I hope I speak to you. I believe this is the most. Oh, before we do this, I gotta have some lunch. I just gotta do this. Sergi's not here, so. Take your time. Sergi does magic, I hear. Okay. Uh, Sergi, everything he does, (laughs) smoking nerves. Smoking nerves. He does big illusions you know and and it's all mirrors You, you think you're seeing through but you're not I want to show you real magic real magic what color is this red pink real magic no smoke no mirrors if I take no sleeves if I take this and I just real... We don't have a big camera about I'll do it real slow for the boat to sit, And just real easily just poke it in my, my fist like this. If I could take that handkerchief... No, it's still here. If I could take the handkerchief and turn it from red to yellow, that would be a good trick, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. But if I make it disappear... That's magic. So it's kind of like what happens to your downlines, right? Uh, Mine too. So so what's gonna happen uh hurry, come up here. Just I know you got a hundred dollar bill. You better. You got a hundred dollar bill, thank you. So so when your downline disappears, what do you do? See, we have to keep it on the money or the benefits or whatever. So if I take Curry's hundred dollar bill and make a little tube out of it, and we look. And there we Thank you guys. Okay. I got started I mean I magic when I was, like, my first magic show was for, uh, I was seven years old, and I did it for a bunch of uh, uh, preschoolers. My aunt ran a daycare, so I got to do my first show, and then after that, I moved, and I met a friend, the dude in the red jacket, that's my buddy, or he was, his name was Alan, and uh, I said, so we decided we're going to get together, we're going to be like Zeke and Roy, we're going to do our own show and stuff, and I did all the advertising, put up billboards and stuff all over the town. We'll do birthday parties, and our phone started ringing. And it's like we had seven shows booked, and I was so fired up. You know, we're going to make five bucks a show. This is a long time ago, and we're going to make five dollars a show. And then this, guy, and I kept calling this kid, and I said, "Look, Alan, we got to practice." And he said, "Dale, Batman's getting ready to come on." I said, dude, we got to practice. We have shows to do. We have people that are paying us. Well, i got to do homework. Why do you have to do homework? What good is homework's not going to make you no money, man? And, 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 and I was back and forth with him. And finally, I had to have a meeting with him. And I said, look, here's the seven shows we have. You pick four. I'll take the other three. And we're parting ways." Because the guy wouldn't practice his craft. You guys are trying to work with people that are not willing to practice their craft. You can't build a business with people that want to do it real bad. Oh, I just want to do this. Well, well, let's get to work. You, practice alone doesn't even make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. And you aren't doing deadly. You guys are wearing yourself out trying to work with people that are never going to do it. It's just as important to get rid of the wrong people as it is to keep the right people. The only reason that you recruit somebody is to eliminate them as soon as possible. And And I am serious. I'm serious. People think I'm joking. I'm not joking. I'm going to love them. I'm going to take care of them. But daggone it, if you're not going to do this business, get the heck out of my way. You know, you can come back two years from now, three years from now when it's obvious to the masses. But you're not pulling me down or nobody else until that time comes. And this is just the way I feel. I believe it. And I'm going to cover some stuff that helps me feel this way. Uh, I've heard Kelly Vincent say three or four times on three or four different calls. He said, there are people going to bed every night praying for what we have to offer. And if you've heard Kelly, you've heard him say that. Uh, Travis alluded to it this morning, same thing. And while you're out there trying to take ducks and send them to Eagle School, and make ducks eagles, you're missing people. You're missing good people. And see, I understand every time Kelly said this, it's like, oh, I I so get this, because in 1980, that was me. This is the summer in 1980 uh, before I joined my first network marketing company. I had a great childhood. I did. I, I, I... I... Thought I was going to be a Major League Baseball player and I threw my arm out when I was a sophomore. And my life kind of went downhill from there. I got kind of with the wrong crowd at the wrong time and the wrong place. And my parents, everybody was worried about me. And then I got hired at IBM and everybody said, Dale, you've got it made. You're at IBM. You're at the greatest company in Central Kentucky. Stay there. Work hard. Great things are going to, ha- going to happen for you. So I got two quick promotions. And then I got to a point where 70% of that big company was at that level. So I'm waiting for somebody to retire or die before I can move up. And it's like, I like my co-workers, but if he would keep the bucket, then maybe I can get the next promotion. You know, you're just kind of mixed up. And I was really mixed up. And I had trouble getting to work on time. And I had trouble getting back from lunch on time. And I just had trouble. And it's like, we're going to fire you, Dale. you got one chance left. So they sent me to the basement. Where that red arrow is, it's a basement. And they call it the employee awareness class. And at the employee awareness class, they said, we're going to send you here for a week. And if you don't get your act together after one week, then we're going to fire you, Dale. This is your last warning. So I went down there the first morning, And I'm sitting there. I, I'm like... Me and a bunch of corporate people, a bunch of red-tie people, all these people from IBM, and we're sitting there, and this, this guy gets up and says, we're going to do a film strip today to show you about IBM. And they do this film strip, and it's the history of IBM and Tom Watson and why you should be so thankful that you work at IBM. And I'm just sitting there just just nodding off like this. I just, I'm just i going to sleep. I said, I... I I don't want to work here anyway, and I don't want to watch this stupid film strip. I don't who wants to work in a factory for the rest of their life anyway. And I started looking at these people around me and I said, Man, how long have you been here? He said, Well, I've been here, I've been here nine years. I said, Are you gonna stay here? No, I'm not gonna stay here. One day I'm gonna do this. One day I'm gonna do that. And then I talked to somebody, I said, How long have you been here? I said, Twenty-one years. Twenty one years, why are you still here? Because Dale, I only got nine more years to retire. And I'm thinking, look around me, Dale, that's where you're going, man. And I got so aggravated and frustrated I went to lunch, came back, and then he pulled out a big boom box. Y'all remember what the boom boxes were? The, he put out a big boom box, and he pulled out these tape set, put it on his desk. And he popped open these tapes and he said, we're going to listen to one of these every day for the next five days. And he popped in the tape. And I heard a guy that talked more country than me, the tapes he put in was Zig. And he said, you are where you are in your life because of what's gone into your mind. And the only way to change where you are Is change what goes into your mind. And it hit me like so true. Dale, look at who you've been hanging out the last couple of years with. Look at what you've been telling yourself. Look at your attitude. So, to make a long story short, uh, during the break that afternoon, I went up to the instructor and I said, I have to borrow those cassettes. I want to borrow them. And he said, "This is official IBM property. It is not allowed all off here. I said, "Man, this guy has really touched me." I said, "I promise you, I'll have him back to you tomorrow." But I need to listen. To, I, I need to borrow And he said, "This is official
2: IBM property." I said, "Listen, dude. I said, listen to
1: me. I'm going to be here a week. I promise you. You can let me borrow tonight." And I'll get them. Here, I'll, I'll bring them back in the morning. Are they going to be missing before this week is over? And he looked at me like, "No wonder you're down here, young man." And so, and it's like, "No, but I mean it." And he said, "Okay, if you go get a go get a bag. Go do this, do this. Wait till everybody leaves and blah blah blah." I said, "I'll do it." I took those tapes home. I went to. Kmart. Y'all remember the 99-cent packages of cassettes you could buy for three tapes for 99 cents? I bought a bunch of them. I bought two cassette tape players. I spent the next eight hours that night sitting down, push play here, push and record here. I recorded every one of them. I know it was against the law, but do you think I really cared at that point in time in my life? No. I didn't. And I recorded the whole thing. And here's what I realized I gotta have a business. Zigwit talking about business, but I realized I gotta have a business. And I told my best friend, I gotta have a business. And I started sending away for all these grow earthworms in your basement stuff. Y'all have seen that back in the day. How to get rich growing earthworms in your basement. How to get rich, uh, cleaning people's carpets. How to get rich doing anything through these magazines. I just started sending away for all these packs. And my buddy that I taught said I'm gonna start a business, he's knocking on my, my window one night. It's about three o'clock in the morning. Some girl had drugged him to Columbus, Ohio for a shackley meeting. And he had this cassette. And he said, Dale, you need to listen to this. I said, What is it? He said, You need to listen to it. And he said, if you like it, they're gonna have a meeting coming up, and I can get you in this on this meeting. And I said, Cool. So the next day, I'm going to work, and I put the tape in. And I got to work, and the tape's still going. And I was late getting into work that day again, because I turned it over and listened to the other half. And when I got out of work that day, I went home and called my guy, and I said, guy, where's this meeting at? I want to check this out. This sounds phenomenal. And he said, Dale, I'll, t- I'll find out. I'm not sure. Let me ask my girlfriend, and we'll find out. And I waited two days, and he didn't call me back. Guess who called him? I called him again. I said, where's this meeting? I want to find out more about this. Well, Dale, I don't even know if they're going to have it now. Well, I said, you've got to find me a meeting that I can go to. I said, I gotta find out what's going on. Now, compare that to the way that you prospect with your people. <laughs> Y'all you understand what I'm saying? I'm hunting him down. And finally I said, Look, you gotta find the meeting. So he found one. And, and he told me where it was. And he said, Me and my girlfriend are gonna be there. And I said, I got the address, I'll go. And I went, and there was eight people in the room. There was three people that were in, and us three on the front row. I was sitting in the center. I had on a sweatsuit. This real professional lady was on beside me, and this real tall dude was on beside me here. This guy goes through and starts talking about all this, and once he said residual income, it's over. Why, what can we get paid? What can we get paid when you can create residual income? So when it's over, the guy that's doing it comes up to me, or to the group, and he's looking at us three tall dude, me, and real sharp lady corporate type and he said ma'am how did you feel about the, the meeting blah 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 what did you think and she said well but I'm so busy and I'm busy you know I'm a busy person everybody wants me for everything I'm busy I'm busy I'm busy she says well, I don't think I can do the business and she walks out and then he's like it's I'm next right it's her then me then the skinny dude so she she leaves and he, he does exactly like this he's, He went right past me. Right to the skinny dude. And it's, what? I'm next. She just asked her, I'm next, man. No, you aren't next. He went to the skinny dude. And the skinny dude said, blah, ask my wife. And my wife, and, you know, last time I did my wife. And I better ask my wife. And I'm thinking, he's a a wimp. He's a wimp. Because if I was him, I would have went home and told my wife, honey, I have found something that's going to change our life doing this. You know, that's what I would have done. But he's just sitting there, my wife, my wife, my wife. And so he walks out. So it's just me in the sky. And he looks at me like this. And, and I'll never forget that hand. He said, like, what do you think about it? I said, I'm ready to do it. He said, it costs $300, man, you don't look like you have $300. I said, I don't, but I can find it. I can get it. I can get it. And he said, all right then. Go do this, go do this, go do this. Meet me here at this point in time, whatever, like a week later. So I got my haircut, and I was in business. It changed my life. It put me on a path that blows my mind today. And we don't understand what we're taking to the marketplace. We're giving people hope. We're giving people hope. And we and, and we have to, we have to wrap our, 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 our brains around what we're really doing here. See, a lot of you hear people talk like this, but daggone it, I've lived it. I have lived this. I know what this profession can do for people. I hate to think what would have happened to me if I hadn't found network marketing. It blows my mind. We have the most phenomenal business model in the world, and we take it for granted. We take it for granted. Seventy-four percent of the American population hate their job. Hate their job. And, and we want to be politically correct when we talk to them. We don't want to up, 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 up make their feathers ruffle any. It, guys, for some people, you're the only hope they got. You've got to understand that. You've got to get real about what we have to offer people. There's been so much BS that's been propagated throughout this profession in the last 20 years. It blows my mind. About four or five years ago, I was at somewhere, I think it was Miami, and this well-known network marketing trainer gets up, and for 15 minutes, he's talking about, don't talk bad about somebody's job. They won't join you if you talk bad about somebody's job. You know, we got to take care of somebody's job, somebody's job. That's BS. I got so frustrated, I went home, I did a podcast, and I said, beat their their job to death with a two-by-four and throw them under the bus. And see, y'all don't like that, some of you. And I understand that, but it's true. It's sincerely true. I remember 12 years ago, I had a company. They hired me. I was doing two Super Saturdays every month in 24 different cities in the U.S. and Canada. And I went to Atlanta, and there were 1,700 people there for a Super Saturday. And back in the day, I would wear really weird stuff. Like I had, like I would take my shoes off, you know, during a presentation. I had on a purple suit. I was crazy. I was not, but, but I, I, I tried to get people's attention. And anyway, at this particular event, at the end of it, I sold this, I had a hundred courses to sell um, funded proposals, what's called self-liquidating leads. And I sold all of them. And part of that was, you got 15 minute phone consultation with me. Which I could put that in there because 99% of the people would never use it. One person, two, three, called. They set the time with the office. This lady calls me. And keep in mind, she's with this company and I, I was hired by this company. And she called me. And we got talking and she said, you know, I love my job. I had a really good job. She said, I've been there 22 years, but I need $1,000 extra a month because I want to keep my kids in private Christian school. She said, that's why I'm doing this business. And I said, what? You just want $1,000 a month? That's all you're looking for? Yeah, that's all I need, $1,000 a month. I said, you don't need to be doing network marketing. I got quiet quick, didn't I? You don't sell hammers at the flea market. Do something else. Network marketing is about wealth generation. It's about changing people's lives forever. It's not about an extra few hundred bucks here or there. There's easier ways to do it. And I just told her, I said, look, uh, I'm not going to give you a refund on your course, but I have one that that sells for a whole lot more than that. And it's on how to make money with eBay and online options. I'm just going to send that to you. And I sent it to her. Because that's the best thing for her. We don't have to sponsor everybody. We aren't looking for everybody. So, uh, 90 days later, she contacted me. She made power sell with eBay, which is really kind of significant for that. And we ended up starting a business together. And two years later, she became my wife. <laughs> 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 no, I'm right. over here, and she is the backbone to everything up but, but <clears throat> To everything that we do, you got to love people enough to tell them the truth, guys. So Zig Ziglar taught us. You are in your life because of what's gone into your mind. The only way to change where you are is change what goes into your mind. Most of the people that you're trying to work with, I don't care what kind of system you have, what kind of lead generation program, it's they have mindset issues. And we have to help people get past that. We have to help people get control of what they're telling themselves every day. This is much of a mindset business as it is a product business. It really is. It sincerely is. Network marketing was born out of the personal development profession, movement. That's how network marketing started to begin with. Zig also tells us, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. How many of you know that quote? Okay, now, I was I was in New York City four or five, six, six years ago. I'm doing a Saturday morning program in your mind, three hour event. I come in Friday night. The owner says, We're having uh, a dinner with our leaders. Would you mind coming? I said, All right, I'll come. I really would just rather have a, uh, you know, a Chick fil A sandwich and go to sleep, but I'll come and hang out with you guys. So I go, and it's this dinner, and we're sitting down, and he comes up, and he says, Could you take about 10 or 15 minutes and say something to the team? And it's like, man, I, you hired me for three hours tomorrow. I don't want to talk to nobody right now. He said, would you just say something to help the team? I said, all right. I said, how many? I said, "All oh, you guys are leaders, right? Yeah. Write down your top three leaders on your team. Right now your top three. Just write them down. I said, cool. Everybody got your top three people? Cool. Now, beside their name, write specifically exactly why they're doing this business. Well they want more money. No, not no more money. More money for what? What do they want the money for? It was just like deer. It's just staring me in the it's like. <laughs> have y'all ever heard zig? You can have anything like you want if you do what? Help other people get what they want. How can you help somebody get what they want when you don't know what it is? That's one-on-one network marketing in my world. I just don't understand how off track this profession has gotten.
0: I love it, but I
1: despise it. Uh, those, of, If you're on our team, just real quick, let's just show. If you're on our team, what are your top three reasons? And you guys better have them with you. Reach in your wallet, your purse, pull out your top three reasons. And anybody else, Curry Russell may have his. <laughs> may I wouldn't bet money on it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Y'all stand up, wave your reasons. Cool, cool, cool. yeah. Don, real quick, make a note of everybody on team that didn't stand up. <laughs> this business is not difficult. It's not. But we just violate stuff. We, we, get too, we get in too much of a hurry. We don't understand that if you build people, people will build the business. This is what this is about. This is what it's about. We're called the network marketing millionaires, gone? See, back in my day, all we talked about was millionaires. Back 25 years ago, you could walk into any network marketing company, any of them, any of them, any of them, and say, so tell me the story of somebody that's joined you in the last five years. They had no network marketing background, and they're making 100000 plus a year right now. The, the, every company was full of stories like that. Where have all the millionaires gone? The comp plans have gotten better. The products are better. Where are the millionaires? Any of you remember when this came out? I'm just curious anybody, if anybody as old as I am. That was 1995. The industry peaked in 1995. That was the last great year in this profession. That was it. Man, we were rolling. So much fun. When this came out, 1995, network markers were walking on air. Because we knew we had the greatest opportunity in the history of the world for people. Now, mainstream media, because it really was Success Magazine back in 1995 was recognizing this industry, and we were at an all-time high. And then what happened? We realized, oh, there's others out there like us. It was a real closed culture until 1995. And then they started realizing there's a lot of other companies out there. Well, maybe we could just start recruiting them to join us. And, And that's kind of what happened. The business model hasn't changed. The comp plans are better. The products are better. But leadership has changed. Leadership has changed. Uh, Brian Tracy said, the best leaders don't create followers. They create other leaders. Think about that for a minute. How many followers you got? I I don't have a flying clip what a follower is, much less how many I have. I want to. How many future leaders do I have on my team? That's the only thing I care about. How many people do you have to help? I don't know. I don't care. How many future leaders do I have? How many people do I have that are coming down this road and they're getting better and better and better and better? Not sitting here on the MLM social club, you know, right where they've always been. How many are coming down the road? How many are getting better? That's all I really care about. I gotta hurry up. I'm not gonna cover that. Alright, this is awesome. This, this is an article I didn't write. in it. think Clemens did. It's called The Land of 10,000 Undergraded Heavy Hitters. And he's talked about no companies creating legitimate momentum in the last two years. Not like Herbalife, NSA, Cisco, Cisco, Cisco point here is these companies created this momentum by bringing massive amounts of new distributors from outside the industry in the industry group. Then he goes on to say, but not today, at least not like in the 80s and very early 90s, today everybody seems to be into retreading existing distributors over and over and dreaming about landing the big heavy hitter. The industry has become sluggish, lazy, and one-filled with a lot of spoiled opportunists looking for something as close to nothing as possible. Does that sound like your team's? Honestly, that's the profession. We're trying to build a business, and that's our market. And you know what's really sad? This was written 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Eight months before that article was written, I wrote this article. It was for owners and corporate officers in network marketing. It was called Inspire Greatness or Cater to Mediocrity. And in this article, I said, I believe that this industry has to return to our roots of personal development, personal growth. We must create a culture that inspires our people to learn, grow, develop, become all they can become. We forgot the personal development in this profession. Uh, I sold my, my company a year later. Uh, they ended up merging with Vitamark Big Al. Some of you may have known the company. And I'm done. I've said everything, done everything. I can't do this anymore. And then my phone started ringing. And Network Marketing Support Services are kind of born. And it allowed me to travel all over the world and speak with a lot of people. And I can come in and I can do an event and I can share some stuff that will help people. But the problem is, and they go right back into the same culture that they've been in, which is, you know, come on in, let me high-five you and call you a rock star again and talk to your mom again. Who have we been fooling? This is not a business. Network marketing is not a business. It's a giant social club with people that want to be able to tell their relatives that they have a business and and show them their business card. That's what this is. That's what it is. It's, it's ridiculous, in my opinion. I despise it, honestly. I despise it. I, I do. That's our competition. It drives me crazy. <sighs> if you have not read this book, it's phenomenal. It was written in 1991 when network marketing really was the greatest opportunity in the history of the world. In 1991, this, if you were in it in 91 and you were building, you never had so much fun in your life as you were having in 1991. Man, 91, 92, 93, 94, 90, that was the height of network marketing. I mean, it was phenomenal until 95, and then Success Magazine came out and messed all of it up. Uh, and, and, and honestly, that's what's happened to this profession. And, and what we do is we spend so much time trying to, with the wrong people, we have all this stuff going on, and we don't understand, we're building a team. If you find three leaders a year that want it as bad as you do, in three years, you're a superstar. But you keep trying to get Aunt Martha to get on Tina and Kelly's call over and over and over. Leave Aunt Martha alone. She's not going to do it. Next. 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 Amateurs trying to convince people. Professionals sort through the numbers. You're looking for the right person at the right time in their life. Period. End of story. End of story. That's how you build it. It's not difficult. It's just been gotten so far off course to what it really takes. It blows my mind. Your group is only going to be as strong as its weakest link. I heard a preacher one time. He said, if we could see the future, we'd all be millionaires. And I felt like standing on my pew and saying, no, no, no. No, we wouldn't. Not if we don't take advantage of what we see. Two weeks before I heard about APL Go, I had called the largest website broker in the world. I said, I'm selling out all my intellectual properties, all my websites. I'm, I'm getting out. Don and I had bought four e-commerce businesses last year. Uh, I had other stuff. I've got grandkids. I invest in sports cards and some other off-the-wall type investments and I'm, I've done all I can do I've said all I can say for 40 years uh, the industry's gone too far it's never coming back and i got to get out of it or i just got to get out of it and I told Curry this he knew when I had listed with the broker and Curry called me and he said I know you're not going to do this but I'm obligated and Tina and Kelly will kick me out if I don't call you that's what he said. And we talked to him, and he knew. He said, I know you're not going to. I know where you are at. We've had honest conversations. And he said, you're not going to do this. He said, but I need to let you know. And a couple days after that, or a couple hours after that, Tina Kelly called. We had a real good, honest conversation. And they knew. And then you two called. Gordy and Kelly. And one day, I guess I'll get through the whole story, but I'm kind of thinking, YouTube put them up to call me. But I don't my know. wife. It was my wife. Okay, well, I don't want to know right now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but there's very few people in the world that could have called me that I would have And it wasn't that I wasn't hearing these people. It was, I'm done. The decision has been made. The broker has been called. I'm done. It's been awesome. 40 years. Phenomenal. But I'm done. And he said, Gordy said, Well, kind of, we're kind of, we're going to do this and we kind of wished, hope maybe you would be our sponsor. And I said, Look, I will join only so I can sponsor you. And I to you on the phone. Mm-hmm. If, because it's you, I will join. And I, joined. and I said, I will join and you'll have a link tomorrow. And you can join. But I'm not doing it. That night, I'm laying in bed, and I'm thinking, I wish I had told Gordy that. And I don't want to tell him no, but I just wish I had told him that. And I'm thinking about this. And then I realize, I'm looking at this through the wrong pair of glasses. I'm looking at this like it's a USA startup. This is not a USA startup, though. You're, you're looking at this through a totally different pair of glasses. Dale, this is a nine-year-old company. It was eight years old at the time, but it's, it's already established. It's not what we could do, might do, should do, could possibly do. Dale, the product's based upon science. You, you know who Dr. Holman Dale is. You've seen the book. This is science-based. Dale. They've gone from 10 million to 100 million in the last five years around the world. What's going to happen when they do that in North America, Dale? Remember what Gary Brown said? We could all be millionaires if we could just see the future. This is the future, Dale. Here it is. It's here. Look at this company. 70% of the industry gets their products from the same couple of companies. They're manufacturing manufacturing their own product. They're paying out 63%. Dale, what the heck is wrong with you? I got up and it's like, oh my gosh. And and I was so aggravated. And Doug's like, I'm waking up. What's wrong with you? I said, I said, take, I said, we're going to have to do this. And she said, why? I said, because I'm too smart not to. I understand what's happening. The was coming. I said, we gotta do this. And we decided, and I said, but I'm not doing this, Don, like I've ever done anything that you've ever seen me do. I said, I'm gonna do this the way it's gotta be done. And, and I told everybody on like, look, I don't care. This is what we're doing. If you don't want to fill out your top three and top 20 reasons before you talk to your mama, we are for you. And I mean, really, I'm gonna do it exactly. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bend. I'm gonna to be done. And when I say launch, people five years from now, they're going to say, well, how do you launch your business? I'm going to create a track record for our launch. I said, I'm going after this 16 hours a day for the first 30 days. And we did. I didn't put the phone out for 30 days. I hit this as hard as I've hit anything in my life. Because I'm not going to take any excuses from my team. And I'm going to lead by example. And that's the way I feel about this now. And I'm going to wrap it up because I haven't looked at the time, but let me go back. Listen, you you don't have to be the sharpest tool in the shed to understand what's getting ready to happen in North America if, if we do it right. And I mean all of us, if we do it right. And that's a big if. But if we do it right Again oh, Now I'm going back too far Let me keep Only two things that can stop this company Only two and Kelly had a thing in Arizona I wanted to be there We had some personal family things going on With Don's dad We have other e-commerce businesses It was a terrible time I couldn't come to Arizona I wanted to be there Many of you were there And I called Curry that morning, and I said, get out a sheet of paper. He said, what do you, I said, Curry, get out a sheet of paper. (laughs) Write this on the note, because I knew that surgery was going to be. And I said, when you get there, I just want you to do me a favor. just hand him this note. And Curry wrote this, and this is what the note said. There's only two things that can stop this company, greed and ego. Don't let that happen. That goes for all of us. Every distributor, every corporate officer, every person in the shipping department, everybody. 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 We have something beyond special here. Beyond special. I want to have a five-year run here. I am so fired up about it. I mean, I get chills. I'm so thankful that I get to do this one more time. Just one. It blows my mind that I get to do this one more time. Because I was done, guys. The stars are not going to line up ever again. There's just always a problem. But man, and I want to tell you guys, I don't, I'm don't. i not here to make friends with any of you. I don't even, none of you. I'm not here to make friends. I, I will, but that's not why I'm here. I'm not here to make friends. I, I'm here to do business. I'm here to do something that's never been done in this profession ever. And I get to be part of it You know, it blows my mind. I was a 20-year-old snot-nosed kid that didn't have a clue what he was doing when I got involved in this industry. I've made millions of dollars. I've earned every bit of it. But I know where we're at. Man, I always wanted to be part of Herbalife, be part of AOE. I I just thought, what if he could be part of something that big? I believe we we can be. I sincerely do. But we can't mess this up. I'm going to take care of me for you. You take care of you for me. And we all have to take care of the goose that's laying the golden egg. Does that sound like a plan? It it is. It's a plan. If we do this right, we can create more millionaires than any company in history. Sergey said that's his goal. We can do that. But we gotta inspire greatness. We can't cater to mediocrity. We gotta we gotta believe in people on our teams, so that they can believe in themselves. We gotta love people enough to tell them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. And we gotta understand this is not a business about just keeping people fired up and on auto ship one more month. To me, that's the whole profession now. It's like. It's a big social club whose number one goal is to keep people fired up and on autoship one more month. It's like, I don't want no part of that. There wasn't even autoship available when I started. Think about that. How was I going to make money? I had to help them make money. Not convince them to stay on autoship. Help them make money. It's how we make money. It's the way it should be. I could go on and on, i got to get to the end because I haven't even looked at my time. But my hope is that we understand we got something that maybe you have to be as old as I am to really appreciate. I don't know. But I hope not. We got in the palm of our hand. The opportunity to change more lives than any company in history. The stories that can come from this. I mean, when I look at our team, I see a bunch of people that... I know where they are and I know where they could go. And it fires me up. It just fires me up. I keep sleep thinking about it. And you know what? Most of them are going to fail. Most of the people that join... Half of them, the start's going to stop most of them. But it doesn't take too many to really progress and move forward. And if you can find three people a year that are as serious about it as you are, and really, really, really focus your time, energy, and effort and help those people, uh, the sky's the limit. My hope, my prayer for all of us down the road when they're talking about this, they're talking about APL Gov. This is my vision of APL Go, that APL Go creates millionaires, and I hope you guys are part of it. Thanks for having me. Ask me to speak.